Hello and welcome to the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Powell. With this episode, we begin the fourth season of the podcast, and I'm truly excited to continue to be sharing this stuff with you. Thanks for listening. For this fourth season, first episode, we'll be listening to a Scarlatti guitar recital by the guitarist Carlos Barbosa Lima. It's on ABC Records, and it's from the year 1970. We'll be right back. Thank you for joining us on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. Once again, really excited to start the fourth season. Thanks for joining us. Carlos Barbosa Lima is someone who I learned about during my freshman year in undergrad at Simpson College. There was a young lady in my uh, class that was assigned some songs by this arranger. They were Spanish folk songs, and there were guitar accompaniment. And it was a thing that it all it all looked great on paper. Uh, these two freshmen were going to go after these songs and everything, and then I ended up playing them for her, and I. My memory is I did not do very well on these. There was a lot <laughs> there was a lot of room on the score for embellishment and such uh, for the guitarist. And I was 19 years old and I thought I knew everything. So my recollection of that event is I played them pretty bare bones. I'm not sure that the uh, that the young lady um, was a hundred percent excited with the idea and the notion of of uh, of how I accompanied her, but regardless, we we got through it. So I uh, I appreciate your patience with me all those years ago. This is sort of an academic record, and I started with that memory. I think because of that reason, when you do a record of a, one composer and of one entire art form, for example, there are nine sonatas on this. Uh, on this record, you sort of get into that pigeonholed category of academia immediately. This is not a record you would listen to for just simple enjoyment of the classical guitar. I think this is one that we can look at in terms of, you know, how somebody how somebody arranges for the classical guitar, performance practice, uh, tone color, interpretation, those ornamentation, all those types of key ingredients when you are doing things from the Baroque. It should be noted that uh, almost every one of these pieces are transposed from the original key. Um, they're done in keys that apply well to the guitar, uh, but the original key that they came from from the keyboard perhaps would not be the best uh, notion to do. So that that's the thing that we needed to say right away. If you're somebody who is a classical musician who has been assigned to these pieces, they're going to sound different. Those those key centers are going to sound different to you because of that transposition. So just know that uh, right away. So I go down the line, and here are the titles on side one. Uh, Sonata 352 in C minor, Sonata 79 in G major, Sonata 423 in D minor, Sonata 438 in F minor, and Sonata 483 in A major. Those are the original keys. Um, I'm not sure that it's very exciting for me to list all of the keys off that they are actually performed in, but as I glance at this and as I look, uh, two of the pieces are in the same key. Three of them are transposed. We'll just leave it at that. My favorite track on this entire uh, record, in fact, is is the the fifth track on the first side here, uh, the sonata in A major. It's just a, a marvelous, marvelous work. Let's talk about 
a Baroque sonata, and specifically a Scarlatti sonata. Uh, the word sonata, you may know from any of your studies with classical music, you know that it's, uh, you know, there's there's theme A and theme B, and then there's the development, and then there's recapitulation, and et cetera, et cetera. That is absolutely not how a Scarlatti sonata goes. Scarlatti sonatas are two-part. Often, often parts A and B will be contrasting, but they don't have to be. They also are both in the same key. So remember, this is this is coming out at a time when the art form is 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 developing. And uh, I'm not saying that Scarlatti made it up as he went. He wrote an atrocious amount of these sonatas. He was very good at over 500 works are in this binary form, and so it's uh, it, it's remarkable. Also, what's remarkable is that Domenico Scarlatti was born in the same year as Handel and Bach, and that would be the magical Baroque year of 1685. <laughs> he dies sort of in the middle of the, well, not in the middle of the two. Uh, he dies after Bach, but before Handel in 1757. So it's beautiful music, beautiful interpretation, beautiful tone. Let's listen to side A of a Scarlatti guitar recital. Enjoy. Thank you. 
as I mentioned, I think that whole record side is just really beautiful. Uh, again, my my favorite on the end of on the end is the last track, uh, the K three twenty two, that sonata in A major. Lots of people have done uh, that particular work, and I should mention uh, at the time when this was released in nineteen seventy, this was the first time that anyone had done an entire record devoted entirely to Scarlatti. So that was sort of a first uh, at that time. Uh, many guitarists, Segovia, Bream, uh, did K322 uh, as their own arrangement. So a really cool uh, uh, spectacle of, of Baroque, Baroque music transposed on the guitar. Uh, for side two, um, the originals, the original things are uh, Sonata 187 F minor, Sonata 83 G major, Sonata 454 C major, uh, my favorite one uh, is, is that one I just listed, the one in C major, uh, because I have played that piece since the fall of 2007 with my uh, very dear duet partner, Ann Stein. She plays uh, the flute part, which is essentially the right hand, and I play the guitar part, which is essentially the left hand of the piece. And so that's been a very special piece uh, to me. We play that uh, quite often. Uh, we finish out with um, Sonata number 23 in E major. And so again, I love the music on this on this record. I think that it is sort of academic in nature, uh, and and really the the thread I want you to hold on to with that is that we've got some some really nice performance practice things going on. I think that Carlos Barbosa Lima's uh, choices in various things such as ornamentation, such as tone color, uh, even tempo, really. I think I think they're all done very, very well. And so I think we can learn uh, from his playing on this. Uh, I'd like to read you a quote located on the back of the record jacket by musicologist Ralph Kirkpatrick. As far as we know, Scarlatti never played the guitar, but surely no composer ever fell more deeply under its spell. The very harmonic structure of many pieces that mimic the guitar seems to be determined by the guitar's open strings and its propensities for modal Spanish folk music. Often Scarlatti's octave basses merely represent the overtones of the deep strings of the guitar. It's a really nice uh, sort of thing to write about, the fact that it's it almost seems natural uh, to arrange this music to be played on the guitar. I'd also like to read the quote that Andres Segovia uh, said about the guitarist. I think anytime, anytime a guitarist is able to uh, use a, a Segovia quote, uh, they often they often do that. Um, so here it is. I'll just let the quote speak for itself, and we'll close with that for this uh, first episode of the fourth season. The young Brazilian artist Carlos Barbosa Lima is gifted by the goddess of music with warm sentiment for playing serious and beautiful compositions on his guitar. He learned quickly my technical advises and extends his right interpretations to classic and contemporary authors. I wish him the success he deserves. Andres Segovia, Washington, 1969. Thanks very much for listening to Classical Guitar LP's podcast. Please take a look and find us on your social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Send a shout out. We'd love to hear from you. Also, if you're interested in sponsoring this program, you can find information about that by going to anchor.fm slash powellguitar, and there are links that can provide you with information on how to become a sponsor of the show. Thanks again. Enjoy side two, and we'll see you for the next episode. Enjoy.